I'm on it. Excellent. Only the best. WSBB. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Welcome to the start of a brand new week. We are hitting the ground running this morning. Amy Ryan taking things over here in Studio 1A. It is time that we turn our attention and focus on all things elder law. It's something we do each and every Monday at this time with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. Good morning, Miss Sherry. Good morning, Amy. How are you today? Very, very well. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Things are getting busy, I'm sure. They are. They really are. It's happy to, uh, you know, start to get a little bit back to normal. You know, at Aiken, we're, we're still... Um, asking for masks in the office, but you know, as more and more of our clients are vaccinated and our office members, you know, are, I think we're pretty much there. I think we maybe still got a week or so on one of our staff people, but we want to keep everyone safe. Absolutely. So if someone needs to go stop by your office in beautiful Deland, they can do that and know that there are measures in place. It's all right. We're still, still working on those. Yes. Are you still getting a lot of phone calls from folks that are hesitant to come out into the office, or do you think that's kind of a, a corner turned? Actually, we are uh, a lot more folks do want to come into the office, and we're of course ready for that. Um, but um, many of our clients have also appreciated the convenience of the Zoom and the phone calls. So we're, we're still we're going to do whatever's going to be comfortable for people or convenient for people. Do you think a year from now, two years, even five, ten years, you will still continue to keep implementing some of those? Um, you know, utilizing the Zoom more. You know, I think the one that's the most difficult for us right now is the social distancing, actually, that we've had pre- uh, provisions in place where if you come to the office, we have the conference room set up. We don't have plastic. Sure, there's no dividers. Yeah, there's no, yeah, no dividers in the office, but we have it set up to where, you know, I'm on one end of the conference table and everyone else is at the other end. And, um, you know, so... I'm still kind of liking doing them. I'm used to that. And this is something I've just got to get used to not doing anymore. Uh, but we, uh, the convenience of the, uh, of the zoom, especially for intermediate, you know, for intermediate meetings, like in the beginning, it's always good to meet. And of course, when we're, we're signing documents and stuff, you have to, you know, be present. But sometimes if there's just questions about things, uh, being able to do that over the phone or by zoom is convenient for a lot of people. We're able to, you know, get things scheduled in easier because you don't have to come to the office. You know, if we only need about a 15 or a 20 minute conversation, we can do that. And of course, we've always been able available on the phone. But the Zoom thing is is a nice face to face alternative. It is. It is. And I, I think that's kind of the general consensus is a lot of folks are, you know, when when it's possible, when it's the more desired, you know, what everybody wants to use, they're going to keep it. So yeah, I I can see. I, th- I think a lot of um, you know smaller court hearings are, are going to probably still go forward on a Zoom basis. I mean, we're still doing the vast majority. Actually, I don't have anything in a in a courtroom set even still. Everything that is still, surprises me. Yeah, well, because they're still not. I um, mean, you know, they're still working on getting groups of people. And of course, with this weekend's or this last Friday's announcement as far as masking and and stuff like that, and those new rules. Um, the courthouse, there's, we're still in the process of implementing that because that's just brand new. But again, I think the judges appreciate also the convenience of being able to, you know, have a 15-minute hearing that really starts and stops in 15 minutes and it's over and they can move on to the next one as opposed to 
losing five or ten minutes in between with people shuffling in and out of the courtroom. So we'll let's have to see. Now, speaking of courtroom, um, you know, we, we you talked a lot on this show about the term probate. So let me just throw this question at you. When someone passes automatically, you know, if they've got a will in place, is probate an automatic thing that's going to happen no matter what or no? Are there instances where you can avoid that? Well, uh, it's an issue of when somebody passes away, uh, whether you do or you don't have a will, uh, doesn't dictate one way or the other whether you're going to go to probate or you're going to have to require a probate process. The only time you need to go to probate is if there's something that the court needs to do. So if somebody passes away, which is a very common thing with married couples, somebody passes away, well, um, the assets are all jointly owned. You know, both names are on the bank accounts, both names are on the house, both names are on the investments and so forth. The life insurance and the retirement accounts have beneficiary designations on it. Well, all of those things, um, those assets will pass automatically, not because of a will or because of any agreement or anything like that, but because of you know, how, how those, the contracts, how those things are owned. So if two people own a bank account and one of them passes away, well, the other one becomes the sole owner. Of the, the account. Of, yeah, because of survivor. Well, we don't have to go to court and get a court order that says that. That's just your contractual relationship with the bank. Uh, life insurance gets paid to designated beneficiaries because of, you know, you signing a beneficiary designation with the life insurance company. It doesn't take a court order to get there. So if you don't need a court order to get access to bank accounts, to get access to assets or to transfer real estate, then there's no reason to go to probate court. When we come back, we are going to talk about what happens if you do need to go to probate court and the circumstances in which you would need an attorney with you. I can't imagine there being a single one that you wouldn't want an attorney on your side. We are focusing this Monday morning on Elder Law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We'll be back with more. You're listening to The Great Voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. People are talking about when they listen. I have it on at home and at work. I have it on 24 hours a day. Clearly the great voice of Volusia County. WSBB. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. We had an extra month this year, but today is tax deadline day. Erica Rodriguez reports. The IRS has given you until the end of the day to file your federal income taxes for 2020 or request an extension. And if you're a procrastinator, be wary of tax preparers that guarantee a larger refund than others. And if you're doing your paperwork yourself, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody reminds you. When filing a tax return electronically, use a secure internet connection. Don't believe callers saying they're with the IRS and you'll be arrested if you don't pay up now. The real IRS always sends a letter before contacting you via phone or email. And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. This Volusia County 2020 News Update is brought to you by Volusia Eye Associates, providing medical and surgical eye care, advanced surgical care, local convenience. Hi, I'm Dr. Hank Ralph. I want to thank the readers of the Hometown News for once again voting us the best. At Volusia Eye, we are honored to provide advanced eye care to the people of our community with the latest surgical technique, including dropless cataract surgery, 
the eye stent device for glaucoma, the panoptics trifocal intraocular lens, and now the light-adjustable lens. Learn more by calling us today or visiting volusiaeye.com. Do you need a new roof or roof repair but don't know who to trust? Then you need to talk with AWS Roofing. We know how to get the job done and done right. If you want and expect your roofing company to clean up when they are done, and if you'd like a variety of options available to you before you make your decision, it's as easy as AWS. That's AWS Roofing. Call for a free estimate. 386-423-3076. That's 386-423-3076. Or online at awsroofing.com. We are AWS Roofing. Roofing done right. So many people think that moving to senior living is for the rest of your life. Rose Traub from Assisted Living Made Simple is an advocate to place future residents in the best environment with options, care, and friendship. Then the rest of your life becomes the best of your life. I've known Rose Traub for many years. She's a person dedicated to helping people. So when I was in a panic about where to place my mom, I knew to call Rose, and she found the best assisted living center for my mom. This is Rose Trout from Assisted Living Made Simple. It's very important when we place a family, a loved one, that they are placed one time and only one time in the right place. It takes a lot of research. It takes a lot of knowledge. Somebody that knows your loved one, we take the time to evaluate them, to see what their needs are medically, socially. Assisted Living Made Simple is a senior advocate service that walks you through the stages of aging with your loved ones. Call for a free consultation, 386-847-2322, or log on to assistedlivingmadesimple.com. Pregnancy can be an exciting time, but for many moms, it can mean feeling anxious, depressed, confused, or overwhelmed. Either during pregnancy or after having your baby, you may not quite feel like yourself. If you're experiencing these feelings, you are not alone, and mental health issues can be treated. Talk with your OB or connect with a mental health provider in your area by visiting flbhimpact.org. This message is supported by the Health Resources and Services Administration, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this station. And we are back. Continuing our focus this Monday morning on all things elder law, we are talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. Ms. Sherry, for folks that are tuned in this morning, if they want to reach out to your office, maybe they've got some questions for you. What's a good way for them to get in touch with you? Yes, they can give me a call over in DeLand at 386 738 Five five nine nine, or they can email me at radio at Aiken, and that's A K I N dash law l a w dot com. We were talking before the break about those <clears throat> circumstances and situations which you know you would need to go through probate, and then those which you certainly don't. What happens if you do find yourself in that probate process? You. My advice would be you would need an attorney, right? I mean, does the average person know how to navigate that? Well, typically, um, and I don't want to say that we don't know how to uh, navigate it and everything, but um, because people may have unfortunately had to go through this experience more than one time. Mm. But the Florida statutes require that in all but the very simplest probate processes where you're the actual, the only person involved in it, you're required to have a lawyer. Uh, the probate courts are very helpful people, and the uh, the clerks who work there, again, are very helpful and very knowledgeable, but they can't practice law. 
And more importantly, they, they can't give you any legal advice. So they can't tell you what to do. So it's important that you have a lawyer uh, to advise you and a lawyer who's knowledgeable about the area who can advise you supposed to do. Because many times in probate case, you're dealing with not just you. You're dealing with the uh, interests of creditors. You're dealing with the interests of other beneficiaries who may or may not be, you know, the same as yours. So if you are trying to do this by, you know, on your own, looking on online resources, uh, you know, and again, the laws are applicable, you know, state to state to state. So, you know, what Florida probate law is, that's different than Alabama or Michigan or Sure. Or New York or wherever other places. So uh, so it's easy to go online and to try to get information, but inadvertently be looking at information for other states. And then you make mistakes, which then could put you in trouble. And when you say simple, as in now now you're not dealing with, with you know, creditors, you're the only one, what, well, what falls and into actually, that? And simple, what I'm talking about is there's a process whereby if the assets are less than, I think, $6,000, Okay. And uh, you have paid the funeral bill. There is an application that is available on the court's website to uh, get personal property or ap- up to, I, I want to say it's $6,000 uh, assigned to you by the court just basically to reimburse you for those funeral expenses. And so you have to, you have to have paid, there had to be a funeral expense. You had to have paid them and you have to show the court the receipt. So it's it's a process that actually, again, doesn't anticipate the use of a lawyer. Uh, every once in a while, we do help people with that process. But because of the numbers involved, it usually is not um, cost efficient to use a lawyer. And it's a pretty simple process. There are uh, the, inf- the forms and the instructions are available on the website. Because I get that question, too. I wanted a probate form, and I couldn't find one. Where do I find a probate form? And um, And the answer is... Uh, well, you, you go see a lawyer. The statutes mm-hmm. do specifically say you need a, a lawyer to do probate. And consequently, many of the, um, the, the quote, the forms which are developed by the Florida Bar Association's Legal Support Services uh, Unit, which actually I ha- even I have to buy. So lawyers who are going to use them have to buy them as well. Um, there are a couple of services out there that you can you can buy them through, but you have to buy them. You can't just go get them for free. Um, this... Um, uh, personal property for funeral services form. However, that's on the, the clerk's website. That is free. And it's, there's a, a smaller uh, filing fee for it. But otherwise, you do want to have a, a lawyer involved if you're the one who's going to be responsible for the actual probating of the estate. Because again, you can make mistakes in this process that can actually be costly to you. The other statement here is, well, what about on the other flip side of this? You're, you're the beneficiary of the estate. Do beneficiaries of estates have to have lawyers? And that becomes really just a question of the circumstance. You know, you know what's really going on? Are you, do you feel, is, is there animosity or, or a conflict between you and the personal representative? Is the personal representative providing answers to questions that they ought to be, you know, uh, providing answers to what's going on, what is my interest in the estate, what are the assets of the estate, those kind of things. Uh, people who are beneficiaries are entitled to copies of inventories. Um, sometimes people make the mistake, though, to think that the attorney for the estate, the, the personal representative, mm-hmm. represents the beneficiaries, and the uh, and and that's not the case. The um, the role of the attorney for the estate, the the attorney who's representing the personal representative, is to advise the personal representative 
what their responsibilities and obligations are uh, to help prepare the papers that are actually filed with the court on behalf of the personal representative. If the personal representative um, is doing things that the personal representative should not do, then in all likelihood, the attorney is going to be put in a position of having to withdraw from representation because the, the lawyer can't be filing false things with the court, can't be making false statements to third parties and things like that. Um, but the lawyer can't represent the beneficiary against the personal representative. So if the beneficiary thinks the personal representative is doing something wrong, the lawyer is not the arbiter of that. Right. Yeah. yeah it really is the court. And um, and so typically the beneficiary is going to have to go get their own lawyer to represent their own interest. Sometimes if there's a lot of conflict, honestly, having lawyers talk to lawyers uh, moves things. I mean, maybe it's more expensive. Well, it would be more expensive because you're paying now multiple lawyers. But but sometimes it does make things move a little easier from the standpoint of we don't have two people who don't like each other you know, getting in each other's face and cr- maybe creating more problems. Take some of that emotion off yes. the table. Yes. Absolutely. Good words of advice. We will continue with our focus on elder law when we return. You're listening to the great voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. People are talking about the variety on WSBB. The variety? Just a variety. We like a variety of music and they play a nice mix. The great voice of Volusia County. WSBB. 2020 showed us just how uncertain life can be. And the year brought some major changes for so many. Do your will, estate plan, and last wishes still meet your needs? Aiken Law can help answer your questions and make any updates that may be necessary. Take charge in 2021 and get an estate plan review. If you don't already have an estate plan, now is the time to get all those documents in order. Sherry Aiken can help you take care of your affairs by advising you on the necessary steps to carry out your final wishes, help you put those plans in place, and ensure you have all the necessary documents in order and up to date phone and video appointments are available call Aiken Law at 386-738-5599 or visit them online at Aiken-Law.com that's A-K-I-N-L-A-W.com thinking about starting your own business ready to start earning extra income doing something you love new Smyrna Beach is the perfect place to start expand or relocate With half a million annual visitors, two vibrant historic downtowns, and a fun events calendar, we offer outstanding quality of life for you and your employees. Throw in six nearby colleges, low taxes, and easy transportation options, and you've got a recipe for success. Kickstart your idea by calling Economic Development Director Christopher Edwards at 386-279-2479 today. Here's a question for you. Are all insurance companies created equal? Well, I'm sure you know the answer to that. But do you know what makes one insurance company better than others? First, it's choices. Mullen & Company is an independent agency, and they have the ability to match your individual needs with different companies. Next, trust it. Well, I guess you also know the answer to that, but Mullen & Company wouldn't be in business since 1946 if they weren't trusted. Your trusted choice agency is Mullen & Company, serving our area from Ormond Beach. We are back. 
continuing our focus this Monday morning on elder law. We are talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. Ms. Sherry, one more time for folks that are listening, if they want to reach out and maybe they've got some questions they'd like to run by you, what is a good way for them to reach out and get in touch with you? Yes, give me a call over in Deland at 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at aiken-law.com. Or stop in to see us. Our office is located just west of downtown Deland at 600 West New York Avenue. We have been uh, talking today about the probate process. When when it's all right to just kind of navigate that yourself when you need an attorney. And really, in many instances, it's required by the state of Florida. Right. And and again, I think that you, you want to use the lawyer in this, you know, if you're going to have to have one, you want to use the lawyer um, efficiently. And um, I do a, um, a speech every once in a while about the efficient use of legal counsel. Uh, when when you're going to go see the lawyer, you know, be prepared, have all the documents <clears throat> that you want to ask about ready to discuss with the lawyer. Have your questions ready. Uh, you know, f- uh, understand, have, have a relationship with your lawyer as to w- what's, you know, what is the expectation. With probates especially, you know, w- our involvement is a ver- on a variety of levels. There are some cases that we uh, do the paperwork to uh, set up the estate, get the um, the in- client appointed as personal representative, and have you know monthly touch you know you know uh, updates uh, either phone calls or or meetings with the client as to what's going on, um, and and we're really there as a resource because the individuals uh, know about the assets, know about what to do, they know to ask us questions if they have them, and but they're the ones making the contacts with the creditors and with the banks and so forth and so on. <clears throat> there are other estates where we do all of that ourselves, you know, where the client just wants to come in and sign things. And so we have the client come in more frequently and our, my staff is doing more of those contacts and everything. And so it's really a question of, of who's doing what. Obviously the, the cost is, is a little more and I don't charge on a percentage basis. I charge estates based upon the work we do just on an hourly basis and Sometimes it works out, you know, sometimes, you know, it's higher, sometimes it's lower. It all depends on how much work is necessary uh, to be done, uh, how much complica- um, complications. I do like to be involved, though, if there is going to be, um, you know, conflict between beneficiaries and stuff. Sometimes, again, a more neutrally worded letter from the lawyer about what's going on um, conveys accurate the information more accurately than um you know, in-person conversations that, you know, may or may not be um, completely accurate or, you know, embellished a little bit. Um, And then also when we're dealing with uh, multiple people, say there's multiple beneficiaries, we tend to like information to go out of our office, uh, typically, you know, in a letter or a a kind of a bulk email, sort of a know that everyone's being told the same thing. Uh, regardless of what your relationship is, you know, with, with the personal representative. So, um, you know, we we appreciate our clients. And our goal is to get estates open, you know, administered and closed as quickly as possible. Uh, sometimes it takes a while if there's real estate to sell or if, or if there are issues, if uh, a beneficiary is, is, is making an issue about something. Um, but other times it's, you know, most of the times it goes on very quickly. But it it's certainly not an overnight process. Folks shouldn't go into it. It's definitely not an overnight. Well, even just getting orders signed. I mean, if we have, I mean, the judge is very busy, and uh, and sometimes it takes a couple days. 
for our, you know, you know, our, our orders in the pile, proverbially in the pile to be signed. And sometimes it takes a couple of days for it to get to the top. I mean, that's just the way it works. So, um, yeah, if there's going to be an emergency where we, you know, something needs to be done quickly, we do like to know that up front so that we can arrange things, um, you know, accordingly. One more time really quick before we have to sign off. Give us that phone number. It's 386-738-5599. Miss Sherry, always a pleasure. You have a great week. Thank you. You too. We will be back again next Monday, same place, same time. Do this all over again. We've got to make way now for CBS News. It's coming up at the top of the hour. And then we'll get you right back to more of the very best music to get you through this Monday. Do make it a great today.